Welcome to The Jam. My name is Emily, and this week's spread, I will be discussing the role social media has in the Catholic Church. I've titled this first episode, Holy Strawberries. And in this jam-packed lineup for today, I will be discussing the power of persuasion, social media fasting, and the recent events at Notre Dame. All right, so let's begin. The first point, the power of persuasion. It actually goes by another name called rhetoric and was created by Aristotle. Now, rhetoric means discovering all possible means of persuasion. And there are three basic artistic proofs that fall into rhetoric. That of logos, ethos, and pathos. Logos, which represents the logistical proof. Ethos, which is the perceived credibility of the speaker. And pathos, which is the emotional response from the speaker to the audience. Now, the greatest of storytellers, including myself, use these proofs to fashion topics in order to resonate with their audience. Now, in college, I had a professor, and he loved Spider-Man. The quote that he taught us um, when he was teaching us rhetoric is, with great power comes great responsibility. And that just goes to show that rhetoric can be used for good and it can be used for bad. And especially when I think of rhetoric in the church and the power of persuasion, um, I think that we need to use, use this for good. And it needs to trans- transcend um, from our storytelling. And that takes the shape in that of social media. So the USCCB, which is the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, In their social media guidelines, there is one of their guiding principles. There is a quote from Pope Francis from the 48th World Communications Day in 2014, and it reads, Communication is a means of of expressing the missionary vocation of the entire church. Today, the social networks are one way to experience this call to discover the beauty of faith, the beauty of, of encountering Christ. In the area of communications, too, we need a church capable of bringing warmth and of stirring hearts. Okay, so the title of this podcast is Holy Strawberries. And I chose this title because um, there is a meme, there's a popular meme, and it's that of Batman and Robin. And you can look it up, and it says, Holy Strawberries, Batman, we are in a jam. Okay, well... In some ways, social media and the church, we are in a jam. We are in a jam when we make social media, when it becomes an idol. When it becomes more than we can control. Um, Especially when uh, we use social media for bad. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. And coming off of Lent, I have been reflecting on this of, you know, when did social media become, become the bad guy? And really, um, I think to overcome that, uh, we don't need to use social media as, 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 as the bad, but instead we need to discover good content, you know, especially during Lent. Um, so I have worked on several projects before and I would consider myself a content creator. And, you know, what irks me the most is, you know, when I'm putting my heart and soul into a graphic image and, you know, trying to appeal to, um, you know, the audience that I'm tapping into, but, you know, what good does it do if, 
you know, if, if nobody's going to see this image or, you know, to read about this Facebook post or even hear the, the, this podcast, you know, um, so, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Well, there has to be some give and take, you know, people have to not be afraid of um, media incorporating into their life, especially as, you know, it's mentioned in Pope Francis's message, you know, um, it's a means of expressing the missionary vocation of the entire church. Social networks are the one way to experience this call to discover the beauty of the faith, the beauty of encountering Christ. We need a church capable of bringing warmth, warmth and of stirring of hearts. Now, in recent events, um, it was a couple weeks ago, uh, there was a huge fire that happened at the Notre, Notre Dame Cathedral in France. And indeed, it was tragic. Um, very tragic. And these national headlines made national news. They transcended both Catholic and secular news sources. Um, but in the days following this tragedy, um, social media really surprised me. I saw... Um, so many people post so many pictures of positive memories of their experiences at Notre Dame. And, you know, this, it just really inspired me because I'm like, this is the church. This is the beauty of the church transcending across social media. And this is what people honestly need to see today. Um, so I also am a, a big um, history nut and I love um, church architecture. And, you know, one of the things that I love most about, um, especially old cathedrals, are the rose windows. Um, and a lot of times in churches, they have these intricate designs and they're telling stories um, from the Bible. And a lot of people, um, when these churches were built in the Middle Ages, were illiterate. So there was a visual component um, that impacted these people and it gave them, it gave them hope. Especially when you had the light shining through the windows um, from the sun. It created all these beautiful colors. To me, social media is the millennial version of the rose windows of cathedrals. It is that hope for the new evangelization for the church and future generations. Um, and I just want to sit on that for a couple of moments. Social media is the hope for the new evangelization. And I hope um, after listening today, this kind of gives you um, some seeds to, to take. And as you kind of reflect upon social media in your life, um, that you seek good content and um, you seek using um, rhetoric for good. Um, remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Amen. Thank you all for listening today. And thank you for my network. Um, of confidence and um, individuals that helped inspire me to create this podcast today. God bless. And I close with this jam from one of my favorite bands. <laughs>